Hey, what's up, everybody? This is an open discussion with C3 Films. My name is Chris, and this is... Cheryl. And today we're going to be talking about the anthology series Black Mirror. Season 6 came out in about in mid-June uh, with five episodes, so we're going to at least be talking about in detail episode one. We might mention some of the other episodes loosely, but spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. You can go over there, check it out there, and then come back and see what we have to say about it. And you can watch them in any order because they're all standalone stories. But the one we're going to be talking about today is Joan is Awful as far as the detail. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. So Black Mirror has been gone for a while. I think it came back briefly during the, the pandemic, but it's been, I think it's been at least a little bit over a year and a half, maybe two years since we last got, got a season of Black Mirror. I could be misremembering that. But either way, like I love I love anthologies. So whenever an anthology comes out, I'm usually wanting to check it out. Like Love, Death, Robots, um, you know, Star Wars Visions, and we're gonna be talking about Kizazimoto later. So like I really dig anthologies because I feel like anthologies have the opportunity to take a lot of risk with storytelling and doing things that we might not necessarily see in a serialized show or in a movie. So Black Mirror. The thing about Black Mirror is the fact that it does a lot. It it delves in horror and sci-fi, but sometimes it just delves into the weird. And so it can kind of, it's kind of up in the air what you're going to get when you watch a Black Mirror episode. And Joan is Awful is kind of like Netflix's meta, uh, meta commentary on, I guess, Netflix itself, which also makes me wonder about the people who made it, if they were make, made it, knowing that they were going to be making fun of Netflix and then Netflix doesn't even realize that they're playing into the thing that they're being made fun of for. But anyway, <laughs> that's beside the point. Um, let me get, let me, let's see what you had to think about it. Like, obviously neither one of us knew what it was, go, what it was going to be going in. I don't think you saw a trailer. So I did see a trailer. So I had like an inkling, but what was your, what were your thoughts going into the episode? Uh, well, I had previously seen a few episodes of Black Mirror and they I know that you know they are they are pretty good like I I found the stories that I'd seen to be really interesting Mm -hmm. um but they make me feel to a certain level of shitty so, so I don't really like watching Black Mirror like on the regular. Like I'm not in a hurry to watch it um, for mm-hmm. that reason. Um, this episode, like you'd mentioned, is uh, to me at least that it was a bit lighter, um, and I actually thought it was kind of funny. And mm-hmm. when I when when I first started watching it, but like for a good amount of time, I was like when is this gonna get like technologically weird and Uh, like i was i was waiting for the technology part of it because i was like they look like normal people in a normal world doing normal people things and then Mm -hmm. that's when i saw the show and i was like oh my gosh streamberry this is so funny it's a play on netflix it even looks just like netflix the interface and um super meta uh and i thought i just i thought it was funny that like selma hayek was playing annie murphy and then kate blanchett was playing selma Selma hayek Hayek. (laughs) i was like this is so funny i love it um i mean and i 
I was laughing pretty hard when <laughs> when she was like eating the food that oh god that Krish made her, and she was like, mm, "Is mm. that salt?" <laughs> <laughs> wow yes. yeah uh no i thought it was um i and and i know the show is called uh or the episode was called joan is awful and i was like she didn't seem so bad she actually seems like a pretty nice you know decent person like a regular yeah. person so i was like where is this episode going Mm-hmm. yeah so like the when you first watch it and that gets that reveal that her her life is being recorded that's kind of like the technological like what the heck is going on factor right because this everything we see in the first episode uh, or and by the time that she's seeing the episode on Netflix, on streamberry or stuff that happened that exact day and you're just like this is kind of impossible right how are they getting this story out and on streaming in like a limited amount of time and so then you find out that it's because of a, a, an AI program that puts this together and uses like deep fake technology to make like actors that have given their likeness to be used in the thing. And that's how they, they get it. And then she even asks like, how do they know what my, how do they know what's happening in my life? Like all this stuff. And they're like, oh, they're just taking the information from when, from your phone. When you say like, oh, I like this thing. And then it pop, and then you get a bunch of ads for that thing. And you're just like, oh my goodness. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a, it's it's really interesting how funny this is, considering that I feel like a lot of Black Mirror episodes, like you said, are not very funny. When people think about Black Mirror, I think that they, the algorithm, yes. <laughs> when, when people think about Black Mirror, they think about, like, the, the depression of it all. And I think whenever they think about, like, happy episodes, they might think about San Junipero, and that's it. Um... So, which actually gets mentioned in another episode, but yeah, but this one is legitimately funny. It's, it's, you kind of feel for this girl and what she's going through and they make sure that you know that she's backed in a corner. She literally can't do anything about it. They're like, cause it was funny when I watched it because when I turned my Netflix on, I hadn't had my, turned my Netflix on in like three, like two or three months or something like that. Right. So when I turned it on, I got a, um, terms and conditions thing that appeared on my screen like before I could enter and you know after reading through it thoroughly and making sure that everything in there was up to snuff I clicked okay and you guys know I didn't actually read it at all I just clicked <laughs> okay immediately and then and then started watching the episode and so then when they started the episode and the episode was like oh yeah you signed away your your rights with the terms and conditions that you that you didn't read and she was like who's gonna read that I literally had this moment of like Oh crap! Did Netflix <laughs> just play me? Did they do that knowing I was gonna watch this episode? And like right. my brain was my brain was tripping because I was like I literally just ignored the terms and conditions, and now I'm watching about how that's messing someone up. But I actually like, almost thought it was a part of the episode. Right? I mean, it's like it's such a it's such a social commentary. I'm sure that a lot of the black or probably all of the Black Mirror episodes have some kind of social commentary on it. Um, and, mm -hmm. and there were quite a few in this one, like how people enjoy reality, how, you know, at, at, at the cost of someone like a real person's, you know, consequence. Um, mm -hmm. And 
and their lives and like we don't care because we're entertained and you know also the whole thing about how like we don't read the terms and conditions because <laughs> they're so long and they're um like the way they're written is in a jargon that you know we don't speak legalese so we wouldn't really know what it means anyways and then like it's so it's so rough and like and we know it too we know we're just signing away because we're like well we want to use this thing so right, we're trusting you to be a reasonable company and we're gonna sign it yeah, no yeah because don't forget don't forget about the fact that like if you don't if you choose to not accept you can't use the service exactly <laughs> so. so we're gonna click yeah i read it um, the service that you paid for already by the way right <laughs> and then we get updates because there's like an update to your privacy terms or whatever and then you have to read that like mm -hmm. um I am going to say, I have read them before, and then after mm -hmm. reading them, I'm like, ugh, why did I even waste my time? I tried reading it once for a video game, because they said in order to play this game online, you have to accept those terms and conditions, and I got halfway through, and I was just like, yeah, no, I already bought this game. I spent $70. Screw it. <laughs> and I just clicked, <laughs> I clicked accept. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's, I feel like it's responsible to at least skim through it and see if there's any, like, red flags and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But, um, yeah, it's, like, the fact that we're expected to read these things, like, I get the importance of it, but it does actually give companies the opportunity to do exactly this. And yes take advantage of us not reading it because they know that we're not reading it. Um, yep. So, I mean, it that's a real scary thing. Yeah, I mean, and it and it works because of the on the from the standpoint of like some of like the best kind of meta commentary or I guess almost horror related things get you to question your reality or think to yourself is there, is, could this happen to me? Or is there someone in my closet or something like that? And for the briefest moments, I had the mo I had this thing of, am I going to see Chris is awful in a moment? It's like, am, am, is this, is this really about to happen? Even though I know it's not, but like I had that moment and it's crazy because so she feels like she can't do anything about her situation, except when she realizes that she could possibly make it so that Selma Hayek the real Sema Hayek will get upset about how her likeness is being used, which is fair because anybody would. And so that's why she decides to do the most ridiculous thing imaginable in order to get Sema Hayek's attention, thinking that someone with more power will be able to take care of the situation, which is, when I thought about that, I was like, that's pretty smart. You can't do anything, but you know someone else that's above you can. And then you find out that even Selma Hayek also so sold her own soul away because of like not reading the terms and conditions of the whatever contract she signed but even then her argument was great because she's like i i she's like i'm dyslexic i have questionable english <laughs> and i was like this is actually this is like legitimately i am having a fun time watching this right now and i was really excited to see where it was gonna go also selma hayek does this woman age I like, know, right? At, at all? <laughs> She's a goddess. What? 
<laughs> like, she looked great in this. And she came in with that all yellow suit. And I'm like, you're pulling that off, girl. You got this. Um, there was so, yeah, never so... a day in my life I could pull that outfit off. No, and even <laughs> when we find out, when we get to the end of the episode, even the the actress that was wearing it um, doesn't pull it off as well as Selma Hayek pulls it off. <laughs> so that's to be noted. Um, but yeah, so they decide, though, Selma Hayek, when she realizes that her lawyer can't help her, she actually goes to Joan, and they decide that they're going to take down the computer, which is a quantum computer that puts together all of this algorithm and all this other stuff. They even make a commentary on how they initially started with something that was positive, saying, like, this person is awesome, but nobody watched it. So people tune in more when it's negative and you kind of call to light people's negative ideas of themselves, but thus making it more real. Um, so, like, even that it was, like, a little message about that, but they were saying that they pulled just anybody um, but then the actor, but then they decide that they're going to destroy the computer, they find it, and then that's when the shoe drops, where you find out that where what we're in is a digital world that is a recreation of the actual Joan, and what we thought at the time was us watching a show about a person that was watching a show about them is actually the show itself. And that's where it kind of just like, oh, Oh my! Oh, yeah. all right. That's, wow, that's where we are. Yeah, that's when I was like, "Whoa, what?" I'm in a box and a. Bo it's like Inception, like a dream <laughs> and a dream and a dream. And I was like, "Okay, that's." I was like, "It took me a sec to to wrap my head around it until after she broke the thing." Yeah. And then I was like, oh, right. "Now I get it." And, I was, mm -hmm. and, and and while I was watching, I was like, they're watching what we're watching. <laughs> they're watching what we're watching. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is the idea. And then, of course, for the nature of it being a show, it has to break the illusion by then showing us the real life stuff that's happening once the show has been, quote unquote, destroyed. Um, but I thought that that worked um, very well. And I just got triggered by the chat. <laughs> 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 but um i thought the sh and so i thought it, it, it worked really well and then you find out that yes the actual joan is a regular person and the actress that was playing joan in the netflix show that we were watching is the actress that was in the real world that was having her likeness used so and then it has a very positive ending at the end where you know she has she because she mentions earlier that she wanted to always always wanted to own a coffee shop at the end, she has that coffee shop. She has a um, how ankle, what is it? What is it? ankle bracelet. Yeah, the house arrest bracelet, right? Her and the actress have the house, the house, the um, house. I uh, can't, uh, can't speak. They have the ankle bracelets on, um, <laughs> house arrest bracelets on, and, but they're still friends and they're they're visiting each other and you know, having coffee and everything else like that. And so it's a very it's a very satisfying ending. It's probably one of the most satisfying endings I've seen from Black Mirror that didn't leave you just like horrified and worried about everyone that just died. Ankle monitor, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are words? <laughs> I know. See, this is why we need the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I was confused though because. If they're both under house arrest, how are they, like, I get 
I get Joan being in the coffee shop because that's her work. Mm-hmm. But I don't get Annie being there just getting coffee. <laughs> yeah, I well, I don't know how house arrest works. So I don't know if it's a vicinity. You can't, like, leave, like, a county or something like that. Um, and, like, you're allowed to still, like, go with coffee, go to the store to get, like, groceries, go to, like, you know, you know, your work or whatever. I'm not entirely sure how it worked, but I just assume that um she lived not that far from joan <laughs> and that's why that she's able to go to that coffee shop otherwise they it doesn't make any sense plus it, it's a nice shot seeing like the low angle with both their legs with the ankle ankle bracelets on them like like it's it's pretty cool yeah so yeah what the yeah what the uh, what restrictions are imposed so yeah but either way so that was that's basically it for Jonah's Awful. Even when she's destroying the computer, you get to see the layers um, where you see Selma Hayek as Joan destroying the computer because for her, she was Joan and Kate, you know, Blanchett was was the person playing her. And you just imagine that that went, went on ad infinitum. But um, yeah, that is the happiest episode in those five episodes. I'll tell you right right it only it goes immediately downhill after that after that episode yeah i did not want to watch more it's just it's too hard to watch and it's scary like even though it was a happy episode it was still kind of scary because it just made me think about all the terms and conditions that we're not reading because mm-hmm. yeah, every and... like literally everything has one are we supposed to read them all i mean there's got to be a better way for this Mm, not not one that benefits the consumer but plenty that benefit the companies yeah so but yeah um there are four there are four other episodes i'll touch on them real brief um but i won't go into detail on them the second episode actually kind of feels like old school black mirror uh where it takes place in the uk and the story is less about technology and more about just the general crappiness of human beings but it's another very good one. I do think that the season overall is strong. The third episode is the one that's probably the most, I guess, um, put forth because it stars Josh Hartnett and um, Aaron Paul as the leading characters. And it's also the one that is the most sci-fi out of all of them, where it takes place in where they're on a space station, but they have access to being able to put their consciousness into androids that occupy space on earth and those androids look exactly like them so it allows them to be in the space station where they have to work for years on end but still allows for them to be able to be with their family whenever they like put their whenever they plug their mind into this machine and then so yeah so that's the the base concept for that and then where it goes from there is kind of it gets kind of crazy intriguing and interesting um the fourth one the less you know about that one the better but that one stars zazzy beats in the leading role where she plays a paparazzi and that one gets is more like a that gets interesting as you follow it it's not very clear what's happening at first but as you follow that story it's very interesting but it's not it's not as it's not as sci-fi as it's as like the other ones before that and then the final one, which is probably my favorite, is the one that uh, it follows this woman that's in, I want to say, like the 60s or the 70s, who's living in the UK, who is, I want to say, of, of Middle Eastern descent. And she is kind of being discriminated against because of 
you know, like who she is and living in an all-white community. And she ends up finding a totem that summons a demon and the demon tells her that you have to kill three people in three days or the world's going to end. Whoa. And, and she's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> that one's another one that's kind of funny. So uh, Why didn't you tell me to watch that one? I, 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 well, I wasn't sure. I was rolling the dice. I said, because Netflix gets kind of confused with how they organize their show sometimes. So I was like, she's either going to watch the first episode, which is Jonah's Awful, or she's going to watch the last episode, which is like Demon like 99, I think it's called. And I was like, either one she watches, I think she's going to have a fun time. As long as she's not watching the ones in the middle, the ones <laughs> on either end, she'll be fun. So if you want, you can go back and watch that one because that one won't leave you upset. Okay. That one is my favorite episode, and I had the most fun. Um, I had the most fun watching that one. Duly I mean, noted. I know. <laughs> I am not going to read what they're saying. <laughs> Chat is, y'all need, y'all need to relax. <laughs> y'all. <laughs> I agree. Please calm down. <laughs> We're oh, breaking gosh. Chris again. <laughs> oh my goodness. So anyway, overall, I think that I, I really enjoyed the season. I thought like there have been other seasons where I I've liked some of the episodes, but not all of them. And even this one has varying quality, but I don't think that any of the episodes that I saw for this batch were bad. Uh, I thought that they were all very well executed. Even the ones that kind of leave you feeling soul crushed, I felt that they were very well done and the message that they were trying to send was one that i could that that you could get from just experiencing the story so yeah it's so i definitely recommend it to people if you're ready for emotionally prepared but if it feels like you're not as emotionally prepared for some of the the more hard-hitting episodes well then at least you can watch episode one of season six and episode five of season six because those are generally more lighthearted and and fun with some with a satisfying ending and actually yeah actually you know what dang i kind of wish i did tell you to watch demon 99 because you actually would have liked that ending probably even more than jonah's awful you, now i'm thinking about it you would love that ending sounds like someone dies <laughs> so, well three people in three, three days <laughs> But yeah, um, before we get out of here, that's everything that I kind of have to say without going into too much more detail about the other episodes. But um, is there anything else that you kind of want to just say about like Jonah's Awful or just Black Mirror in general? Uh, no, I think that's it for me. All right. So with that, we're going to go ahead and get out of here. But if you guys want to hear us talk more, you can check us out on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash c3films. It'd be great to see you over there. But what do you guys think about this season of Black Mirror? Did you like it? Did you think it was one of the stronger seasons? Did you think it was kind of one of the weaker ones? Do you kind of wish we went back to like what kind of old school Black Mirror was back in like season one and two? What have you thought about that and more? Comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris. And this has been...